0: Welcome to the Focus Forward Business
1: Podcast for sturdymckee.com. Hey, I'm Sturdy McKee, and welcome to the Focus Forward Business Podcast here in season two. Today, I have Susan Fru. She is a sought after keynote speaker and the founder of Sunshine Home Services near Denver, Colorado. And she brings the experience of a veteran business coach and small business owner to our talk today, where we're going to be talking and discussing competing on awesome, not on price. So I'm very happy to have Susan on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome.
0: Hi, thanks, Dirty. Thanks for having me. I'm so it's so honored to be invited.
1: Oh, absolutely. I I love, love the topic and your background and just wanted to delve into it with you. So, first off, how'd you end up an entrepreneur?
0: Well, I was in corporate America. I was living in New York City and I was transferred to Denver. And then I was transferred to the Caribbean for two years. I was an international VP for AT&T Wireless, and I helped to build the Caribbean islands down there. So when you go down there and you roam and your phone works perfectly, you are welcome. Um, But when I came back to Colorado, I ended up uh, buying a business coaching franchise. And weirdly, I ended up coaching 18 different trades. So (laughs) I'm, I'm up to 19 now hoping for a 20. I don't know what a 20 is, because I can't really think of any other trades that I haven't coached. However, throughout that time, I met my husband, who was uh, previously a journeyman technician, uh, electrician, then he was a plumber, master plumber, and he still is, and as Nate certified HVAC technician. So we started Sunshine Home Services in 2012 in the Denver market. So that is how I, long story, how I got into the trades.
1: Well, no, that's that's awesome. So um, tell us about that, because when you're starting a business like so many folks, you don't necessarily have all the parts and pieces and foundation education that you wish you had going into a business. Yeah. So what were maybe before we jump into the competition side, what were some of the first lessons that you learned, some of the most important stuff?
0: Well, the way we started is a little unusual because we bootstrapped the whole thing. And uh, the plumbing company was using my coaching office, which is near downtown Denver. And we started with just using subcontractors. So we did, we were on Angie's list and my poor husband did these things called toilet tune-ups where uh, people would pay (laughs) Angie's list $25 and he would come and rebuild the inside of the toilet. And then they would send us $12 and 50 cents meanwhile he didn't know the geography because he had moved down from the mountains we were bu- we met up in breckenridge colorado and then we would send them a thank you card and brownies from send out cards which cost about eight dollars so for the math people out there going lizzie <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> like i think she's like a negative dollar 43 at this point true yes so I do say I was sunshine sugar mama in the beginning because they were using my office, my staff, my computers, everything. And then, uh, but we knew, here's the thing, sorry, this is what we knew. My husband had gone through the lion's share at the recession working in new construction. He was doing new homes, hmm. remodels, and there's still people who owe us money. We knew that if we got into service, no matter what happened in the economy, you were not going to live without heat, hot water, overflowing toilet, none of the above, right? You were going to find a way to get it fixed. And you might not do like the big, fancy Cadillac HVAC system, but you'll, you're going to do some things. So you're not going to live without heat. So uh, that's how we started in the service industry.
1: Nice. Yeah, I mean, maintenance is always going to, be there right no matter whether they that's that's brilliant so how did you come to the conclusion because you started out pretty inexpensive how did you make the shift to compete on awesome not on price
0: well we had so many competitors when we moved into the denver metro market Uh, one of our competitors now it's interesting because i did a job interview with one of their former employees the other day they spend four million dollars a year on advertising marketing. And that's who we compete against, right? So we needed to find a way that made us wow. And we started with the the cards and the brownies. We sent them to everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we put their name in our database. We were electronic right from the very beginning. We were completely paperless, which in 2012, when we started, that was really just on the cutting edge of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Then if someone bought a larger product from us, a tankless water heater, boiler, furnace, air conditioner, we would send a gift basket, but to their work. So pre-pandemic, this was pretty exciting. Like they'd get this big gift basket from their plumber and then all of their coworkers would of course be calling us the next day. You're um, forcing word of mouth. I love exactly. It. And another thing that we did, we realized that there was a big hole in the woman's market. Um, we oh. know that baby boomer women spend more money than anybody. They have more money than anybody. So what we did is because we're woman owned is I joined every single woman's group possible in the Denver Metro area. And that became our market. And we just started doing things that no one else was doing at the time, sending emails with a description and a photo of their technician, um, making sure that we had shoe covers and vacuums and all of these extra things that really spoke to our women clients. Um, and of course, they got to call me and they saw me and they knew that I was in charge of things.
1: Right, right, right. So, well, tell us about how the, the, the little things, the extras, because that's, that's a huge competitive advantage that people often don't take, it, take advantage of, don't exploit.
0: Well, one of the things we do, which, which may sound trite, but it really made a big impression on our clients is we always have dog biscuits. Uh, so we had we had dog biscuits for their kids. We would bring little gifts for uh, with us on the truck. In October, we always donated a portion of our sales to breast cancer awareness. We had pink shoe covers during that month. We served at the food bank, which we still do. We did a lot of... At- uh, In-kind work for people that you know garnered a lot of media attention, but it was really important for us as a team to be able to serve our community. And we have helped you know hundreds of people who didn't have the funds or really needed our help to be able to go out there and uh, you know help them. And that really mm-hmm. endeared us to our clients. We also were named as Rainbow Friendly. So that was really mm-hmm. powerful for us too, because we had a whole other segment of clients that really loved working with us because they knew that it was safe and they knew right. that we weren't going to judge them. And uh, you know. so we've just done all these little things that just sort of fall between the cracks in a really big company.
1: Well, those are, I mean, so many of the things you just mentioned though are, ne- are free or next to free, right, to do. It's a matter yeah. really of intent. Right, the idea of sending a picture and a description of the person who's going to be coming into your home—we kind of lose sight of that, right? I mean, I, in every every business, every business owner I talk to, essentially, when I ask them what they do, they tell me about their product or their service. That's what they do. They don't think about what they actually do, right? You're and you're going into their house you're, yeah. you're making their house livable in many ways right because if yeah. you have a toilet that does, doesn't work that's a problem <laughs> right or hvac that doesn't work so yeah you're fixing the thing but you're you're doing so much more than that and by uh, i just love it by respecting them and showing them and then um you know the pink shoe covers couldn't cost that much more than the regulars right nope um the dog biscuits are super inexpensive. Accepting people is also completely free. Mm-hmm. Right? Just letting them know. Um, no, these are all great ideas that essentially anybody could stop and think about and do. But what, what prompted you to do that? Did you just kind of start piece by piece? Or were you really trying to be intentional, thoughtful about how do we stand apart? How do we stand apart from the crowd? From
0: I was trying to be intentional. I I was very intentional about that. Like I was looking around at all of our competitors. And if I said, hey, we're licensed and insured. So what? Everybody else. Yeah, my husband says, oh, I'm second generation. So what? There's other people who can say that. So I don't think it's unique if somebody else can say it but Uh you're the company who's got the dog biscuits on the truck. You're the company who uh, goes out and serves at the food bank. You're the company that goes out and, you know, serves the community. You're the company that, you know, does all these extra things. You send the gift baskets. We send boo-boo flowers. So if we screw up, we'll send you flowers and say, we're sorry. Uh, So we do all of these little things like that. (laughs) We used to, in the beginning, I got a little carried away with the promotional products, right? So I had (laughs) everything with a sun on it cuz sunshine is so easy to do that with so i had these like little toys that were suns and then i said to the guys you know if you go to a home with kids you can bring them in and then i'm like wait a minute we have men in white vans with toys i think we can stop that I think that could <laughs> be dog biscuits the wrong way <laughs>
1: <laughs> well- that's perfect though, because that's also thinking about the intention and go, going through and not. So what I love about that is you're you're sharing it with your team. This is the idea. This is what we're going to do, and being open to the feedback and maybe thinking, hey, we want to really look at that from the perspective of our customers. Yeah. How are they going to perceive it?
0: What's their lens? You know, and, right. and something else that we're we've been doing now, which I really love, and I've always wanted to do it, and we finally got our act together enough to to do it, is that our dispatchers from the office are now riding with the technicians in the trucks. And Mm. I wanted them to understand the customer experience and the technician experience of what it's like to walk up to that front door, unknown, you don't know what's on the other side. My husband was once bit by an alligator, but that might be another segment. (laughs) when he went into someone's home.
1: (laughs) Not in Colorado, right?
0: It was in Detroit. So that's (laughs) even easier. So like that, you know, it's a lot of anxiety on both sides of the door, right? Like who's on the other side? Are they going to be able to fix my problem? Are they going to charge me a lot of money? Like all of these things. And so the team, the, the, the inside team is just like blown away by that. They're like, oh my gosh, now I understand why they get so frustrated when I put them a call in this town and then I'm over here, you know, and they can't get uh-huh. through because of all the traffic at three o'clock in the afternoon. So those are some of the things that we've really been thinking through again. And something else we've done recently, and this was definitely from a customer experience perspective. So. I think that all of us get anxiety when we don't know how much something costs. And sure. I feel that if it's a Saturday night at midnight and my furnace breaks, I want to be able to find out how much it is because I'm going to be worried. I'm going to be like, do I have enough on my credit card? Should I apply for financing? Which bank account should I take it out of? Like, can I move money around by Monday? Who should I trust to come and give me a quote? All of those things are going through your head. Sure. And so we now put our prices online. And so people can go in there at any time, night or day. They can put their address in. It will connect to Zillow. It will download their uh, dimensions of their home. They'll answer a few questions. We'll give them a good, better, best quote. Now, is that the be all and end all? No, but we will then send someone over to measure your house properly and tweak it and really you know, hone in on what your choices are. But at least you have an idea and you're pretty dang close to what, uh, what it's going to cost. And those are the kind of things that we need to keep thinking about. Like, how do we keep innovating? And and one of our core values is use technology before anything else. So that's one of our, our technological advances that we're going to keep doing that. We're going to keep putting prices on there. And I know my competitors are going to hate that, but that's okay. Because we're always the first ones because we compete on awesome, not on price. We're going to put our prices out there and we're going to make them fair. And that's going to be that. And and we're not going to let people worry and struggle and get ripped off too, right? (laughs) Nobody wants to wait around for somebody to come over and sell them something. (laughs) What What are you doing? Oh, I'm waiting for someone to come and sell me something. No, said no one ever, right? (laughs) Right.
1: Right. No, that, that is awesome. So, what's the what's the next thing on the horizon? You well, uh, maybe if you're yeah, go
0: You can't see this in the screenshot, but I am really in our shop. So everything around me, except this little area, is parts, plumbing parts, HVAC parts, a truck occasionally, you name it, is all over here. So I'll I'm going to be making a series of videos called Susan from the Shop. And I'm going to explain to you in layman's terms, like, hey, we're going to come over today and we're going to do a furnace tune-up. This is what mm-hmm. you can expect. And this is why we're doing this. Hey, we're going to come to a water heater flush. This is why. So I'm not a plumber. I'm not an HVAC technician. I'm not an electrician. I'm going to just tell you in like layman's terms, this is what you can expect. And it started because we now do duct cleaning. So I wanted mm-hmm. to let people know that we're going to have to take all those our uh, duct register off. Yeah, we're gonna take right. the vent covers off. Which, if you've never done that before, it could be messy. And we'll bring uh-huh. drop cloths. But if you have like a bunch of them in your closet with your, you know, fancy clothes and shoes right there, you might wanna think about moving that out of the way or like looking around and seeing where they are, making sure there's no furniture under there that we can't get to it. So it started uh-huh. with that, and then I was like, well, let's just make explainer videos for everything. And put them on our website. And then now people know exactly what. So once again, transparency. And that is our new platform, total transparency. And are we going to lose customers? Probably. There's going to be some that are not that won't buy from us that way. They're mm-hmm. going to wait for another company to come, uh, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night and, you know, sell them something right then and there. We're not going to do that. And that, that's just our new strategy. And another thing we're doing to make our technicians lives easier and our customers lives better is we are not going to market now outside a 15 mile circle around our shop. And that 15 mile circle is called the happy zone. And so if you're in okay. the happy zone, you're gonna get uh, no fuel surcharge, so on and so forth. It's gonna make our technicians happy. We'll be able to get to see more people in one day. It's just good for everyone. Uh,
1: yeah, no, it's great. I think the transparency thing and the the how-to's are so important because, you know, regardless of what you what you do, whether it's bookkeeping and accounting or healthcare or HVAC repair you're an expert at that, at those things. And it becomes so familiar, so routine, so matter of fact to you, but it's completely not to your customer. They have no yes. idea what to expect. Yes. You know, so that, no, that's, that's brilliant. Um, the other thing, here's a little trick and I love that you did the, the radius and you have to travel, but you know, I know there are people probably thinking, well, I don't, I don't know, are there enough people or where will they come from or whatever. I went through with a client, we were looking at um, a, tar- a different target customer, a new kind of refined, focused, more niche target customer, and he was looking for running athletes. And we, were, we just jumped on Facebook, we created an ad, not one that we launched, but we just went through the steps and, and stuff and looked at people within, or I think we used 15 mile radius, um, who subscribed to running at Runners Magazine, Runners World, interested in running, interested in triathlons, you know, those kinds of things. And you know there were where they're located. It's a little denser than most places, but there were a quarter of a million people within the 15 mile radius. Yeah. You know, right? And then and then yeah. so that can give you a size of market kind of idea and kind of go, oh, because they were really worried about there wouldn't be enough people. And and that doesn't even take into account the running athletes, the soccer players, the football players, baseball, basketball. You know, you start going down a list, it starts to really snowball, right? So if you're worried about niching down or focusing in on a certain target, there's some super you know, easy and free tools that you can start to do a little research and figure that out. With.
0: Well, here's the other thing. Are you after market share or are you after wallet share? Right? Because if you can yes. see more people in a smaller demographic area, you could be more focused instead of doing spray and cray uh, marketing. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. And so, and actually for the very first time ever, we are going to uh, do some TV because mm-hmm. we love the happy zone. We love the transparent pricing and we're women owned. And so uh, the cable companies, if you're going to do TV on cable, they can cir- make your circle, mm. Right. Okay. And yeah. because I want the, the women client, we are marketing on the Hallmark Channel, all the Christmas movies. So we're going to do Christmas <laughs> movies from Thanksgiving to the end of the year. And I am telling you, I have my little cha-ching button over there. I need it closer. Cha-ching. Because that, like, what could be more perfect? Women owned on the Christmas Hallmark Channel. What? You know, uh, I'm staying away from the sports channels because it's too expensive. And, you know, all of the uh, macho competitors of mine are all on there. I don't want that. Those are not my people. My people who are know, like, and trust me because I'm a woman and they know who I am. And I'm very open about who I am and I'm transparent. People get to know me as a human being and then they want to do business with us.
1: Well, that brings up another point. People do business with people they like. That's right. Right. And that, and that takes you, again, another step out of that price competition.
0: Yeah, you do not want to do that. You don't want to compete on that. And, you know, I'm in the process now of looking at my budgets for next year and thinking about the marketing. And I've been getting a lot of proposals. And so many of them are pay-per-click and local home service errors. Click, 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 right? right. It's ridiculous. I mean, you can click your way out of business really fast. And if you can some... <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you get some like Jericho competitors, you're just gonna sit there all night and click on your ad. Uh, you, you know that happens. Um, mm-hmm. I know that it does. I've seen it happen. And you know, I and I, I'm saying to them, look, we've got twenty five thousand people in our database. Why mm-hmm. are we spending all this money on pay per click? It doesn't seem to make sense to me. Like, why? We we just need to hone in and be awesome for these people. Because these right. are our people. And you said the niche, like people don't understand how that niche is so powerful. Like become an expert and just dominate it. Just go out there and crush your niche. And it's so much easier and cheaper than doing it the other way.
1: Absolutely. Well, and that list is a is a gold mine, right? Because again, you mentioned the people who already know, love, and trust you. And I talked yep. to I can't tell you how many business owners that are sitting on a list that they don't use or that never compiled a list. And, you know, in many cases they've got the names and email addresses, but they've never communicated with them. And you don't, you don't have to spam people. You know, that's the other thing. You don't have to just send them offer after offer after offer. You send them something that's useful. You know, there are ways to engage that audience and, you know, stay relevant because maybe I don't, well, I've been thinking about your services, and it's a lot like, you know, my background in physical therapy. People didn't need you all the time, right? Right. Like they needed to remember you when they did need you, because when they did need you, it was pretty important.
0: Yes. So. Right, we're having first frost this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had first frost last night, but Sunday's a really bad time to send an email. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> as a good marketer that I am. Our email is going out tomorrow morning, but it is not going to be about ads. It's going to be like, hey, it's going to get cold first time, you know, get that hose unbuckled on the outside of the house, undo it, run out all the water out of there, right? Open up if you're going to be leaving and you're going to go below 60 degrees, open up that kitchen cabinet, open up the bathroom. If you have outside pipes that, you know, on an outside wall, you know, just make sure that you're not vulnerable there. And so we just give them a bunch of tips. And then Mm -hmm. something else that we did this year for the first time. And I was, you know, we all are are worried about this, right? Text marketing. We love it and we hate it, right? Because it's easy, but it's. Uh, you know, spammy. It could be spammy. So what we did is we just sent a text to a small sample audience, and if they wanted to unsubscribe, they could. But we had more people book maintenance agreements this year using that text system than we have ever had in our ten years in business. Oh, nice. Because all they were able to do is respond and pick a time, and we went to online scheduling too, which I've had dispatchers here who don't want online scheduling because it messes with their dispatch board. Okay, mm-hmm. well, people don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> they do not. They want to True. anonymously book their appointment like that. And I am I agree. I'm the same way. I switched nail salons, ladies. You know, if you can understand, you know, how important that is. Because I found one that I can book online. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I just didn't want to be calling anyone.
1: <laughs> well, right. And there, we have other things we're doing. We're in the car or we're at work or we're, you know, it's... 8:30 on a Sunday night watching TV or something or yeah why yeah that 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 asynchronous access ease of access ease of use is just such a huge huge deal yeah um, and
0: since we did that online what my office manager now has so much more free time to do other things and mm-hmm. now we just have one dispatcher she's like answering the phone a small amount and everyone's going online and booking so it's fabulous
1: that's awesome Cool. Well Susan, this has been just this has been great. you know uh, I think lots of tips, lots of great ideas for folks, a new perspective on maybe how to differentiate or think about their own businesses and what they're doing. Um, it doesn't have to cost a ton of money. You don't need to do a big 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 you know I don't know festival or you know launch or whatever. you can just start incrementally changing things the way you do it and make with an end goal right of being remarkable. yes so
0: whatever everyone else is doing do something different
1: right right go left when they go right exactly awesome okay well cool thank you so much i really appreciate
0: it thank you for listening